What could you do with an extra thousand bucks? What about an extra 3,000 bucks? A lot, right? There are times when you need cash for something you want in life, but you don't have a pile of money just sitting there to make it happen. Whether it's a family vacation, school tuition for your kiddo, new gear, or an educational opportunity to improve your skills, today I'm sharing a few of my favorite little-known ways to use your photography business, or heck, even offloading things you already own, to generate the cash you need for the things you want. While I'm at it, I want to let you in on a little secret. My signature eight-week workshop, live workshop called Boutique Breakthrough, is starting soon. So the ideas I'm sharing today are also here to support those of you who want to enroll. Grab a pen and paper and stick with me because this is gonna get good. So the real question is, how are portrait photographers like us able to run a profitable business and still put our families first without selling digital files for cheap and working all the time? I'm Sarah Petty, your host of the Worth Every Penny Joycast, and I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Each week, I'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast. I get what it's like to be living on a shoestring budget. I had three kids under three. I'd left my career as a marketing director at an ad agency and my hubby had left his good job to start his own company just a few years prior. But I also had an abundance mindset. I wanted to have more. I wanted to build a career that had meaning and impact that meant something to people. So I really prioritized investing in myself over most things. I've had students who have felt the same way and they've shared with me over the years how they've created extra money when they wanted to invest in themselves or really in anything. But the money usually isn't there, sitting there saying, hey, I'm here when you need me. I'm just hanging out. Come and grab me and invest in me. I get it. In both of my businesses, when we need cash, we employ a theory called N plus one. That's what we do. And this came from a post, you're not even going to believe this, a blog post, literally like two paragraphs, back in 2010 by one of my favorite humans. He's a top marketing thinker and his name is Seth Godin. And he wrote about a theory called N plus one. He said the N plus one theory states that there is always one more of anything. He goes on a little more to describe it, but he says, I've found that most of the time there's always more where you think there's nothing left. You may have to look a little harder or deeper, but it's there. That does not mean that there's an infinite supply of everything. Math would say that when you extrapolate N plus one all the way out, you get to infinity. But we're talking about life, not math here. He said, I find the M plus one theory very inspiring. And this is my favorite part. It is pure optimism sprinkled with tenacity 
And we need that in our work and our lives. And I, you guys hear me talk about tenacity all the time. And it hit me really hard when I read this because I realized I was giving up too easily when the obvious solution wasn't there. It's kind of like you have plans with your spouse and the babysitter cancels at the last minute. So the obvious answer is I've got to cancel my evening because I don't have a babysitter. When if you would have N plus one it and you really thought about, okay, how could I solve this? Are there teenagers who couldn't babysit because they had plans with their friends? How can I pay them double and buy them pizza to come and babysit? Do I know a friend that I could trade with and say, hey, can I put my kids at your house for the evening and then I will take your kids all weekend so you can go away with your spouse on a trip or whatever it is, right? Is it an unfair trade? Maybe, but if you're wanting to go to that event that you wanted to go to and you didn't have a sitter, what are you willing to do? There's an answer out there. There's always another way. And we've made N plus one really a verb, just like I shared with you. It's a verb in our vocabulary. So if we're short on revenue goals for the month at my studio, we N plus one it. We need to make more to replace an expensive computer or camera that broke and we didn't have that in the budget. We N plus one it. We see an opportunity that will help us grow in the company and we've been looking for a way to grow, but we don't have the budget sitting there. We N plus one it. So here's to you N plus wanting your way into more cash for whatever you need it for in your life and in your business. Number one, as a photographer, that's where I go first. How can I make fast cash with my camera? Now, this is not a business model, <laughs> okay? We teach portrait photographers how to be boutique, how to build a brand and a business. So keep in mind, I don't want you discounting your boutique portrait photography. I don't want you offering high-res digitals for your boutique portrait photography business, but how else can you use your camera that doesn't impact that part of your business? I know we occasionally do commercial work. So whether it's headshots or images for other businesses for their websites, it's not our bread and butter. I don't even care how much we do of it. It's extra money. If we can do it, we say yes. Sometimes we say no if it's outside our comfort zone. But there's a lot of work out there that people aren't even hiring professional photographers for that's really low-hanging fruit that you can go and grab. So I want you to think about it. Think about someone you know who's in business who has poor quality images of many people on their website. They're an easy one to reach out to. You can make them an extra enticing offer where you provide smaller digital files. Look, most people want these digital files for their website. They're not wanting to print them. They don't need them giant. And so when you're doing this, you're basically selling digital files. You're a commercial photographer. It doesn't devalue your portrait brand because that's completely different. They don't need prints anymore. If they're sending it to a press release, they're going to send a digital copy. If they want it for something, you know, internally, it's going to likely be digital or it's going to be printed on something that they're going to scan the print you give them. So why even make them go through that? So what you can do is you can scroll through Facebook or Instagram or local community groups. You can look on LinkedIn. You can go to their website looking for local businesses that might need better photography. Think about your life. 
Think about where do you get your dog groomed, the vet that you go to, law firms, hair salons, car dealerships, anyone in the financial sector, because seriously, if they're dealing with people's money, they need to have reputable quality photos of their team dressed nicely, not just where someone went out back with their cell phone and bad lighting and put low quality things on there right? They do that. There's cups and mugs and (laughs) distracting things in the background. You can do better. Think about builders, associations. I look for people with lots of employees who are already using low quality images on their website. Make them a great price because there are a lot of them. It's going to get you the revenue you need. And you're going to do better than they are. That should be an easy yes. So if you spend an hour doing that today, you could go make some money. You could reach out via email, but look and see if you know anybody who knows anybody at that company, get an introduction or pick up the phone and call them. Tell the receptionist, hey, look, I know you're going to think this is crazy, but I was on your website realizing you're such a reputable company and I feel like your images could reflect that better. I am a photographer and I have a window right now of opportunity where I could I could do something and this isn't my main part of my business, but I could give you a really great price if you guys could fit into this small window I have of, of open time. Is there someone there who would be interested in chatting with me about that? And just see what they say. Number two, sell old equipment or heck, anything you have that you're not using in your home. Think about all the photography equipment you've compiled over the years. Right? Do you have an old camera body, an old lens, some posing stools? My gosh, we have so many old things that we shove in closets and we never use. Maybe you went through a phase where you bought a bunch of backdrops that you don't use anymore. Then I want you to walk around your house. Do you have a treadmill that's now a garment rack? We all have one of those, don't we? Or a closet full of clothes your kids have outgrown, old prom dresses. Guys, There are so many things that you can sell. And look, it's never been easier than right now to sell things online. You can stick them on eBay or post them locally on Facebook Marketplace. My family and I were just spending some time cleaning out our garage with all my kids in college. Well, two of them, one going to college. And we had these bikes that they've outgrown. And I told my kids, hey, you can have the money if you go sell these. So one of them took a picture posted it on Facebook marketplace. 24 hours later, she had 300 bucks cash from selling two old janky bikes. So don't tell yourself you can't do it. If I have a 17 year old who can do it, you can do it too. Now, look, if you're saying, all right, I'm, I'm a, you know, minimalist and I've gotten rid of all of those things. Look, You can walk up and down your street and ask your neighbors. I had a super motivated student, Deborah Lawrence, who did this. And she just said, hey, do you have anything that you want me to sell for you? And I'll I'll take a cut of it. Man, if my neighbor came wanting to sell the things that I want to sell, I would love that, which now I have motivated teenagers to do it. But we had an old keyboard that we found and all kinds of things. People might want to sell camping gear, musical instruments. Think of all the things they've been stashing away that they never thought about. You can take a nice photo, post it, and do some kind of, of you know, revenue share. They may even give you 50%, if not all of it. They may just be happy to get rid of it. So easy to do. Number three, drive and deliver. If you have a car and insurance, you can sign up for delivery services like DoorDash, Instacart, Uber, Lyft, Postmates. There are so many of them. 
I had another student named Vinny Lawrence, no relationship to Deborah Lawrence, but she did this and she did it actually to pay for a, a competition for her daughter and she needed that extra money. So she went and signed up for one of these delivery services. And I asked her, I said, how much can you make doing that? And she said on a Saturday, if I do breakfast, lunch and dinner and I hustle, she kept a Mountain Dew in her car. <laughs> so she had her energy. She said she could make about $650 in one day, guys in one day, $650. So you put on your tenacity hat and you get your mojo. You could make that here soon. Work a couple weekends or one Saturday a week trade with a neighbor for childcare. If you're a single parent, like again, N plus one, there is a way. Next, put on your labor hat. Here's the thing about labor. People always need it. They need their yard mode. They need dog poop scooped up. I know it's not glamorous, but come on. You're out there telling me you want to build a life that you love. What are you willing to do? In the season changes, people need their porches cleaned. They need babysitting all the time, even dock wogging. <laughs> I literally just said dock wogging, and I'm not going to edit it out because I want to make sure you're listening to me. You can walk dogs and people will give you money. They will give you money. So if, you don't, if you're saying, I don't have the time to commit to a traditional job or I have family members who are immunocompromised and I can't be around people, go walk dogs, go pick up poop, go clean for people. And if you need childcare, trade for it. If there's a will, there's a way. I know it's cliche, but find that way. N plus one helps you find that way. Reach out to photograph buildings. Look, why not reach out to a commercial real estate developer or realtor and say, hey, what if I photograph all of your employees, your whole team, your staff, and then every month I photograph the buildings that you're listing or that you're building so that your website always has great, fresh ideas. Why not go and do that? When I first started, I photographed the Abe Lincoln Presidential Library and Museum for the builder from the groundbreaking. And it was cash flow early on when I was learning and I was investing in myself. Did I like it? No. Did I like tromping out there eight months pregnant in the snow, in the ice? No. But it helped me move toward my dream of being a professional portrait photographer and having a studio and having freedom and flexibility to be with my kiddos. So was I willing to do it? Heck yes, I was. It was funding my dreams and my education. Why not do some work you don't love to do to finance your dream? It's a beautiful concept. Next, what about photographing your friends and family? Look, many of them are not going to be your target audience. What if you went to some of them and said, hey, for a couple hundred bucks, 200, 300 bucks, I would love to create a session for you that blows your mind and all. Gosh, if you have to give them the files or you build a book or you do something cool for them. But here's the key. Explain to them why you're doing this and say, look, you're, I don't want to make money off you. I'm not looking for profit. I'm not going to charge you what I charge my clients and what I will be charging them. But I'm looking at you as someone who loves me and wants to help fund my dreams, right? I want us to find a way to work together so that I can build my business and you can get some great photography. Because if your family knows what you're doing and they, they want to help you follow your dreams, they're more likely to do it than just 
buying photography because maybe they don't care about photography, but they care about you. Let them help you and your why is super important. Next, what about past clients? Have you done some shoot and burn sessions of people who said they were wanting to order or how could you create something from that? Could you offer them a book or an album? Could you create holiday cards or, or senior graduation cards from a bunch of past sessions? Maybe also you've created displays that you have hanging around the market. Could you go and sell some of those? You would be surprised how many of my students went back to past clients explaining what they were doing and explaining, hey, I'm realizing I didn't serve you by just giving you those digital files. Can we work together to create some artwork for you to have printed and hanging in your home? And they're making good money. Now, that's not going to last forever, but could it be short-term cash flow? Heck yes. Here's the thing. N plus one means no idea is a bad idea as you're brainstorming. Believe it or not, I've had students come up with some ideas I never would have come up with from starting a GoFundMe page to hosting new business showers for each other. Think about that. Maybe your besties would be willing to support you in this way. Whatever idea you come up with, brainstorm, get it down on paper and reach out to other people to help you. Is this going to be tough? Heck yes. You're trying to learn how to run a profitable business. And if it was easy, everyone would do it. Does this mean an extra job? It might. You might be already overwhelmed, of course, but this is the way out. I was working full time, getting my MBA and running my photography business. And if I can do it, you can do it too. And oh, not to mention, I was busy having three babies in there. <laughs> if I can do it, you can do it. The key to winning at business is to keep moving forward. Sometimes you're working at jobs to, to buy something fun and frivolous that isn't going to move your business ahead. Stop doing that because I want you to look back in a year and say, whoa, that was hard and I'm still a little bit frustrated, might be a little overwhelmed, but I've grown so much. I've gotten confidence and I'm moving my business forward and I'm putting my family first. And that is worth working hard for. It is. At the end of the day, I really believe this. We're where we are because the skills that we currently have have gotten us there. And if you're wanting to grow your business past where your current skills have gotten you, it might be time for you to grow those skills. Grow what you don't know about pricing and about marketing and about selling. Think about it this way. If you're riding on a bike, <laughs> you're riding along and your, your wheels aren't really round, maybe your tires are flat, you're pedaling harder than you need to be pedaling. What I'm suggesting is hop off that bike, that flat tired bike, because you have to keep moving on it, right? You might have to keep the job you don't like that stinks and is like riding a bike with a flat tire. Keep doing that, walking with it next to you, but it opens your other hand so that you can start to add a better bike in that other hand, right? And then you get on that bike and as you're doing it and you're moving and you're rocking, eventually you can let go of that other bike that's, that's got the flat tire or the square wheels, the one that's weighing you down. Is that going to be hard in the meantime? Yes. Is it going to be hard to hustle and go out there and find that money to help you invest in that second bike while you're pedaling as hard as you can on the broken bike? Yeah, it is. 
But for some of you, this is the price of admission to the business of your dreams because that pile of money is not sitting there. And you've made choices and decisions to kind of get in debt and you don't have the advantage of going and getting financing to pay for those dreams. You don't have a wealthy aunt or uncle to help sponsor you in this dream. So this is what you're going to have to do. But let me tell you this, it is going to be worth it because when you look back in your life and you look back at all the things that you've done, you are going to say that your business, despite the obstacles that were stacked against you, you built the life that allowed you to make the money you wanted in your business. Put your family first in your life and build a career that had meaning and impact because you're making people feel amazing with your photography. You're raising money for charity. You're doing things that you never would have done riding along that bike with flat tires. But most importantly, you're putting your best self into the world. Isn't that what you want to be saying to yourself? It feels good. So get off the bike, walk next to it, open your hand so that you can get on the bike that actually can go faster. And let's do this work. Start N plus oneing right now because I know you can find a way to invest in yourself. It's worth doing. N plus one. Probably one of the most fragile phases of going boutique is that tender spot where you're fired up about the possibilities, but you don't have a ton of income coming in yet because you haven't gotten your first thousand dollar client, the person we call your Julie. Going Boutique really turns your business upside down in a good way with new systems for selling, for marketing, and for pricing. And it really can be heart pounding and nerve wracking. Well, one of the ways I've made the transition easier for photographers is my 60-day online workshop called Boutique Breakthrough, where we scrub through your prices, your photography, your brand, and your selling system to make you boutique. We only open this course up a few times a year to a small group of photographers because my team and I literally hold your hand through your transition. A new class is starting soon, so if you're interested in learning more, Go to boutiquebreakthrough.com for a free training to see if Boutique Breakthrough is right for you. 